Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! I'm Nick. I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Fear Day, barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. And speaking of our world, in case you've been living under a rock or hiding in some supernatural dungeon somewhere, there's a lot of stuff going on. So what we're going to do for this episode is we're going to dip into the archives and release one of our earlier recording sessions and bust out an episode that did not make it to air. Now, it may seem a little awkward. It may seem a little weird. I mean, that's par for the course, but it'll be a little bit different. But hopefully it will remind you of a much simpler time. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a podcast about weird and feared stuff. Sure does. Right, I'm Nick, that's Zach. Yep. Alright, so if you've been listening to the barrage, well, to us it may seem like a barrage, but um, we've been, this episode we've turned to a random page in, um, what is this book, to set our source? This book's called Weird Illinois. You know what I like? A good, a good Weird Illinois. It's uh, your travel guide to Illinois. Local legends and best kept secrets. Mm. So are you about By to... Troy Taylor. Oh, thank you. Gotta give him a shout out there. We do give him a shout out. Thank you, Troy. I feel this book comes up a lot when it comes to Illinois because Illinois is a kind of... It's a real spooky state. There's a lot of weird shit going on. Yeah, I mean... It's always fun. And, you know, um, mythological weird stuff, political weird stuff, normal life weird stuff. Just all sorts of weird stuff. Just a lot of bizarre, a lot of bizarre shit. So, what kind of bizarre shit are you throwing at me today? This random page we turned to right before we began this podcast. Well, tonight we're going to talk about the Demon Butcher of Palos Park. I mean, god damn it! I mean, Palos Park's pretty close to us. I think. Uh, road trip? I mean, I don't think it's that far. Probably not. I, mean, I think it's a Burba, Chicago, if I remember right. It's probably like forty, fifty minutes away, if that. Yeah. Okay, cool. I so, think so. so like, tell... this is one that we could easily do. If I'm right about that, I could be totally off. I'm just going to believe you. So hopefully there's a lot of cool things we could see if we went out to Pillows Park. Yeah. What if we just hung out in Pillows Park <laughs> and then just record us talking about this demon butcher? But there needs to be some locations that we can go to. I assume there are. There probably are. I mean, yeah. we just turned to this, so I've not read any of this beforehand. I'm going to read this verbatim. Yeah. It's been a while since we just... um. Like, we've been reading stuff to you guys to kind of give you a taste of what the internet has to offer, because I was doing some deep dives to, like, what is out here? But yeah. this one, it's been a while since we did a random page turn, is what I'm saying. So let's get into it. Yeah, I'm, uh, let's I mean, the drawing on this guy looks pretty cool. He looks like a pissed off butcher. He looks real upset. Doesn't look very demonic, though, but maybe I don't know what he did. Yeah, we'll find out. We're going to find out here real quick. In Palos Park, across 
southwest highway from the children's farm, the small cemetery is nestled alongside the railroad tracks. One stone here, engraved with the name Butcher, has an eerie story of a greed has an eerie story of greed, murder, and cannibalism connected to it. I mean, what? I mean, that's a good that's a good setup here. That's a good start because like <clears throat> a greedy cannibal? Yeah. I mean, it's all my human meat. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to eat these people. In the 1890s, a prosperous butcher owned a shop in Palos Park. His name was Butcher. As his family had been in the meat business since the since the time when people took their last names from their professions. A major depression struck America, and livestock was in short supply in the region, which put many other butchers and stockyards out of business. Thanks to good connections, this butcher was able to retain most of his customers, even though he often was often forced to raise his prices as the meat supply became more and more scarce. Huh. Hmm. But that's some ancient shit when you just decide your last name was Butcher because you're a butcher. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Because I always wondered about that because people came came before you and they probably had last names. Yeah. Right? So then you're just like, no, I'm I'm John Butcher now because that's what I do. Yeah. All right. John Smith. Can't be John Smith because that's my dad. And so he now was I'm... a Smith and I'm a butcher, so, yeah, so fuck me. Yeah, we're different. Yeah, fuck, fuck John. Fuck dad. Yeah. One day a large shipment of beef arrived, hmm. and Butcher and his apprentice began unloading the wagon. Because the Butcher was getting older and had a bad back, the young man who worked for him usually carried the meat down to the basement meat locker. On this day, the apprentice tried to take a load that was too heavy, and he stumbled down the stairs and fell. He broke his neck on the bottom step and died instantly. Jesus. Yeah. Butcher panicked. He knew that he should call the authorities, but was worried that the scene looked suspicious. Oh, no, so he's going to make a... No! Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, he's, I know. He's going in for no, it. No, don't do that. As, don't do that. As though the boy had been pushed. Just call the police. Is what he thought. Yeah, but he just fell. That's easy to explain. Yeah. You're making it worse. Rather than tell anyone, he pulled the young man's body into the freezer... Oh my with the God. butchered meat and hit it behind several packages. And I mean, crates. don't do that. You know, what looks more suspicious? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if they find this human bo- boy in this freezer? Anyways, or I just call the police and say he fell. Days passed before anyone came looking for the young man. Butcher told the apprentice's family that he had no idea what had become of him. The last time he had seen the boy, the butcher said, was several days earlier. We left work for the day. Ooh, punctuation. Oh, no. Anyways. Go ahead, you're right. But the boy's father remained suspicious and went to the police. Two detectives came to question the butcher, and although they went away, the butcher grew even more nervous. Mm. Finally, as livestock became even scarcer, butcher came up with this cleaver, albeit gruesome idea. Oh, clever. It was clever. <laughs> it was, it's clever. It's, it's albeit gruesome idea. But you read a cleaver. Yeah, I read a cleaver. You made it the best, man. Your <laughs> mind is going is working overtime tonight. 
Yeah. Late one night, he returned to his shop. By the light of a covered lantern, he butchered part of the boy's body and packaged it up to sell his beef. How is this better than just calling the cops? He (laughs) fell! He was... It was suspicious. Have you ever made a bad decision and then just decided, like, well, now I gotta own it? And then just like, well, <laughs> yeah, now, now I'm in deep. Did. Now I'm in it's deep. Like, well, well, we might as well make him into a hamburger. He's like, he's like, well, he fell over. That looks suspicious. I don't know what to do with this body yet. I want to put him in the freezer. Well, I, I package up hamburger meat. Well, what if I just do that to this boy? No, stop! <laughs> cut, cut off. You're done. Yeah. When did? When did things turn out wrong here? Stop! He, there was there was a simple accident. You call the police, but then again, it's the eighteen ninety. Go walk and tell the police this kid <laughs> fell. Telegram the police. Boy fell. Come help. Just <laughs> let him. Just you know. Just come on. Let somebody. Boy fell. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Lol. I mean, honestly, like, like telegraphing and like lo- like um, texting speak, it could have been the same thing. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Have they been. had abbreviations for shit. What if we just forgot? What if people were telegraphing LOL for years back <laughs> in the day and we just forgot that that was happening? Yeah, it's like, or it, like, it's just LOL. He did. <laughs> <laughs> and that is spelled D E D. Yeah, no, just saying. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> and what if? What if it's not? LOL, because, like, laughing out loud, typing, it's not that direct. So what if it was, like, I don't know, like, 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 I don't know, like, tuh, like, this is hilarious. <laughs> T-I-H. This is hilarious. <laughs> like, if, for things that were funny, I don't know. Yeah. I don't T-I-H. <laughs> That's when people type that. Maybe it goes all the way back to there. t <laughs> They were sending each other telegrams and that. Yeah. t Oh, hey, you know what's fun to listen to in a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Telegrams? No, just, yeah, just somebody doing bitch-ass Morse code. <laughs> All right. All right, yeah, go ahead. Well, Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Butcher's story distracted me. He's going to fuck this up. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he totally did. All right, late one night, he returned to his shop, and by the light of a covered lantern... He butchered part of the boy's body and Jesus prepared Christ. to sell his beef. All right. <laughs> now you're selling it. He fell by accident. Now Cust- you're selling a dead person. Customers it. snapped off the packets the next day, and Butcher waited restlessly to see if anyone would complain. <laughs> to his surprise, the customers loved the meat. Now he's just like, now he's just like, hope, hope nobody reports this to management, because <laughs> I'm the manager. <laughs> they demanded more of it. Oh my god! So the butcher cut the rest of the body and packaged it too. <laughs> well, no one's gonna know. The body was soon gone and needed more. He feared that if he couldn't produce it, the people would ask what kind of meat it was and where they could get it themselves. He's just digging a hole so far. This <laughs> is just, you're done now. How do you bury yourself? <laughs> just like do this. what this man did. This is the story of a guy who just couldn't couldn't just stop. Just stop. Here, the legend takes even. An even more horrific turn. Hey, what's more horrific than chopping up a body and sunk at the human? As the story goes, Butcher began prowling the streets at night, vanishing See? into his into his shops with hobos. Come on, that was killing hobos. <laughs> from, <laughs> from the railroad oh and bums God. that he was sure would not be missed. He oh, great. That, 
in with offers of free food and then slaughtered them and sold their flesh as beef. Oh my god. Palos Park, you're brutal. Oh my god. I love how the drawing here looks like, I'm so exhausted. I was just cutting up humans I killed. He's like, oh, it's so terrible. Uh, what have I done? I'm tired. But, well, I got it. Again, it's, that's capitalism at work. Got to keep the profits coming. Can't his, disappoint the customer. His customers were thrilled. <laughs> of course they by were. Because the they're maniacs. Like, how, how, like, honestly, like, how good can meat taste in 1890? Oh, probably delicious. It's all organic, man. Yeah, all organic. <laughs> it's just rotting. No way to freeze it. No yeah. way to keep it cool. Well, he had a freezer, I guess. So, all right, never mind. Put the boy's body in there. Yeah. His customers were thrilled by the arrival of more of the delicious fare. But soon the hobos were gone, and Butcher again faced the dilemma of what to do for stock. No! So he killed all the homeless people, and that was going to go to people with families! At this point, he allowed his greed to get the better of him. He made his fatal mistake. At this point, he's been greedy the whole time. When the first of the local children vanished, townspeople were worried, but never suspe suspected that a killer was in their midst. Whoa. What happened? Read that again. When the first of the local children vanished, townspeople were worried, but never su suspected that a killer was in their midst. He went to children. And let's just—I just will keep stressing this point. He started the guy, the the kid he was working, the teenager or whatever he was working with, fell, died by accident. This jump ahead—he's killing children. This is the darkest turn. <laughs> like he should have just been like, "Hey." Well, I got away with this one kid f killing himself this guy by accident fell down the stairs. <laughs> now I'm going to sell children to all the. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. Oh my god, there's you know, there's people in Palos Heights right now living with dead humans' DNA in their blood. Like, that kept their families sustained. Uh, yeah. Who are these families? Uh, Anyways. The, the Rothschilds. <laughs> it explains everything! <clears throat> so when the first of the local children vanished, blah blah blah, I read this. You did, that's fine. I, I, I never repeat what I read after After a few more disappeared, though. Yeah. However, they began to wonder about what had really become the butcher's young apprentice, who had also vanished without explanation. A oh, mob of no. local men with weapons in hand marched down the street to the butcher's shop. Of they broke the door open oh, and no. began searching the place. Oh, no. Ending up at the basement meat locker. Oh, no. They were stunned to find packaged body parts strewn about. Jesus Christ, dude. And the remains of a child hanging from the hook on the ceiling. Oh my god. This is just a guy who just got wrapped up in his lie. What? This is the most <laughs> ridiculous lie you could ever get wrapped up in. He's whoops. He's like, Jesus. my bad. Oh shit. He's like, Fuck. Well, gotta do this now. <laughs> He's like, no, you My you, customers will be upset. You absolutely do not have to do any of this. That's the angel on his shoulders, just like, dude, stop. <laughs> Please stop. Stop. <laughs> and and, and the devil's just like, Yeah, you should you could probably stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, alright, that's uh, like the one body is like that's one guy. Like what oh we keep me going, huh? <laughs> No, no, you, yep, okay. All right, well, that's, <laughs> even the devil. <laughs> no, come on, man, there's just a kids. 
All right, so outraged, the mob charged up the street to Butcher's house and pulled him into the yard. The crowd screamed for justice and revenge. Their axes, hammers, and knives rose and fell, spraying blood across the front of the house. Jesus. The killer's head was severed from his body and was eventually buried under the fire pit on Indian Hill on present-day Children's Farm. What? That's his brutal. body was buried in the cemetery across the street, and his gravestone was marked with his last name, Butcher. This stone, which had no other inscription and offered no details, served as the only reminder of the grisly events that had taken place. To this day, Butcher repeatedly does not rest in peace. For years after his murder, local residents claim to hear the sound of his meat cleaver cracking against his gravestone in the darkness. Oh my god. Is this really the ghostly sound of the Butcher claiming his victims, or is this just the manifestation of guilt of the community for taking the law into their own hands? I don't think anybody would feel guilty about killing this fucking murderer. But the like when you're reading the whole story, it's I I still feel it's just a guy that got he just kept taking one step further. He didn't mean to be this guy, but he just kept going. He's like, oh, now I'm in it. It sounds like a horror comedy almost. It's like, <laughs> like fuck. It's it. like oh yeah, well, I did this. Oh shit, <laughs> I gotta cover up this step. Well, yeah, it's. We found our landmark. Terrifying. We Ridiculous. Fu- we found our landmark in our Instagram photo. His gravestone. Butcher. Did we? That's, they said it still exists in the graveyard, wherever the fuck that graveyard is in Palos Heights. Oh, yeah. We should go that's, find it. That's the one we're going to. Yeah. All right. That's badass. But, like, all right. It's not badass that a guy murdered... That a guy chopped up a guy who just fell by accident and then ended up murdering children. <laughs> yeah, I mean, chopping up a dude that, like, died, you know, you can get by with that. When you take it to the next step, you're like, shit, I was selling people human meat and they're totally into it. Now I gotta I gotta go find children and cut them up. Oh my god. They might they might ask what the meat was instead of just saying, Oh, that was a that was a cow. They are like, Oh, I can't explain this, so I have to keep selling them humans. Or it was a happy accident. You guys wanna get in on this cannibalistic shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One time only, baby, we're gonna eat this guy. <laughs> he died, it was an accident. It's fine. Gonna put this human in your belly, you got a chance. One time only, but no no other time. This is it. Limited, limited, limited special. Human fell by accident. No one's at fault. I'm going to sell his corpse to you. Yeah, and he just went down, he just went down the rabbit hole, though. Oh, my God. He fell so hard. Way too hard. Oh, my God. He should have just been like, hey, my apprentice fell down the stairs and he died. Whoops. Yeah, again, maybe tell the police. But no, it's more fun. And he didn't even know what he was going to do. He just threw his body in the meat cooler like, fuck. So how would you... So at that point, you can't even tell the cops. Like, this guy fell like eight days ago. He's in the cooler. Yeah, sorry. I put him on ice. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. Don't worry about why. (laughs) Yeah. I know know this doesn't look more suspicious than just the guy falling down the stairs. (laughs) Don't worry. You ate his arm yesterday. It's fine. Yeah, Officer Flanagan, I know you enjoyed his eyeball, I gave you. Yeah. <laughs> we made burgers. 
You had one yesterday. It was special. You, you asked for the pepper jack cheese. It tasted fucking great. Huh. You wanted a medium rare, and he was as rare as I could fucking make him. <laughs> All right. Well, that was good. That was full of lots of, lots of fun, lots of laughs. Nothing yeah. depressing at all. Yeah. All right. Wholesome. That was a good one. Very wholesome. Ah, that's a little bit of a quickie. That's good. Yeah. That was a good one. Thank you, Weird Illinois. God damn it! <laughs> I can't on the air! You're, why do you say that? I only say it when I'm drunk. <laughs> why would I say that? I have no idea. We just found a quirk I have that I can't explain. Why would I do that? The man's from Illinois and says oh Illinois. Oh it doesn't make any sense. The only people I've ever heard say Illinois are from Florida. Oh my god. Where they love meth. It doesn't are make you it... high on meth. Oh my god. Man, that would be a fun cast. I don't know if I would survive it. Why did I put the S on the end? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no explanation but what i will explain is that i think it's time for this podcast to end my name is nick that's zach this was weird and feared and that was the story of the butcher of pillows heights all right so in conclusion let's bring it back to the present time and um before we end this episode, for starters, that was not the story of the Butcher of Palos Heights. That was, in fact, the story of the Butcher of Palos Park. But I guess once you start pronouncing the S on the end of Illinois, shit's already off the rails, so who cares what I say? I mean, come on, man. What an idiot. If you want to reach out to the show, you can contact us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com or on all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and um Kind of a cool announcement for the Patreon because we haven't we got to nail out those tiers and what we're going to end up doing is we're going to have a um, weird and feared behind the veil which will be a podcast that you can subscribe to with your exclusive RSS feed that'll kind of be what we talk about once the uh, the shows you've been listening to go off the air get into some kind of behind the scenes stuff or maybe certain stories that didn't quite make it to our actual episodes but we still think are cool to talk about and we of course we're going to talk about them anyway so we're going to kind of bring you into the fold so weird and feared. Behind the Veil, that'll be on the Patreon in the coming weeks. And above all, I couldn't end the episode without closing us out in what has become the traditional manner. Well, for starters, stay safe, guys. And stay spooky. <laughs>